that's, that's hey santi what did you think of all the eight. snow that kept falling on people it was funny <laughs> <laughs> the minnesota football show your regular dose of smart socially aware and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local national and international so- the minnesota football show co-hosts are bridget mcdowell and sheila reading Produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am one of your co-hosts. My name is Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. I am joined by amazing co-hosts uh, Eric and Bridget and um, Bigotes. It seems <laughs> to be on someone's lap. Mm-hmm. Um, happy turning clocks inside out day uh, where it feels like it's we lose an hour of sleep, but maybe gain an hour of sleep. It just, I don't know. I just, let's just have 25 days in an hour. Seriously. I'm in pajamas. That's all I know. I didn't get a chance uh, I'm to I'm in pajamas there. too. Yeah. I am literally chugging coffee over here. Yeah. So yeah. we will uh, see how that goes. We'll get through it, won't we? Yes, we will. Go to um, this week. He is. Surprisingly. Yeah, he's ready to go. Um, how's everybody doing? Anybody got some uh, any any reports from the week? I mean, we'll talk about the match obviously in a sec here, but any other big news? Um, Issa, the Hamlin spring break. So, and as you all know, Issa has a boyfriend, and so her her boyfriend's family asked if they can she can come visit, right? And so, um. And so, like, for us, for me, it's, it's a lot of ask, but eventually we said yes, you know. I was like, go for it, right? So she goes over there because they go to Kansas, right? And she texts me a picture, and she went to the SKC opener, home opener, <laughs> while she was <laughs> over there. And uh, and so that was funny because me and Santi were at our snow opener, and and – you know, it was just overall like a full circle type of thing. So nice. It was good. You know, I mean, is this, I, is this be the better. boyfriend? Is this the boyfriend you met at Target? Yes, this is the boyfriend I met at Target. Wow. At one <laughs> time, bad, like, I think or, it was a or rather didn't meet, but yeah. saw from. <laughs> yeah. Bridget, that's a good memory, Bridget. Very yes. good memory. <laughs> We were all sitting, we were all at Target, and like all of a sudden, this is like, I don't know, week one or week two that she's at Hamlin. And so she's walking around with her other roommate at that time, pushing a car, and there's a bunch of just boys, just like, <laughs> like a tail of boys. <laughs> and there's, and then, and then one of those boys ends up to be the one that she's been dating for the past four or five months. So nice. Right on. Well, should we jump into stuff here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Well, let's start with, uh, I'll let Bridget kick this one off because we're going back to last week. Um, It appeared like everything was kind of going okay until uh, Colorado Rapids put out a little statement. Um, 
it's it's something that we have seen and heard before <laughs> you want to take it from there bridget more <laughs> of the same uh yeah pretty much um i mean it actually thankfully it d- didn't really get a whole lot of traction i don't think until the club statement went out the next day but uh yeah there was a a certain chant um drain uh, drain colorado's first home game uh club says we condone the use of this we condemn the use of this word in the strongest possible terms it has no place within our sport or our community let alone at our stadium we're working together with our groups who have publicly condemned this chant to prevent this from happening again uh so you know same same stuff uh get on them for putting out a statement before before half the league got on them to make a statement so I guess that's uh, a semblance of progress. But, right. Uh, but also Colorado of all places. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I wonder if it was audible on the, on the Apple stream. Maybe that's why they had to do it. They wrote, they cut through. There you go. Like, you can uh, do your research. Cause maybe. I'm not going to do yeah. the research. So. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, My question is. Yeah. So we made it a is, whole, a whole yeah. two, two weeks. Yay. Yeah. Two weeks. You know, I can't wait for all the TWIR um, to happen while like Eric is gone and he can't comment <laughs> nothing. <laughs> he's in Italy and he's like, oh man, do I have TWIR? <laughs> and and he comes home with like out. three weeks worth of notes to smash. Yep. <laughs> so, he's like, yeah, uh, I can't wait for that. That's it'll it'll have to be a standalone episode. Yeah. I, I think I just have to like walk by the Lazio Stadium and it would just like inundate me for. For years, yeah, just just <laughs> record like ten seconds. Was your yeah. fucking yeah. all the That's osmosis right. from the Lazio Stadium is just going uh, to <laughs> just enough for a lifetime. <laughs> like I feel it, I can feel it. Going to penetrate and permutate in here in your, in your <laughs> psyche for like years and years upon years. Yeah, oh, no. Man. My 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 question and concern is like with leagues cup being announced and all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. How is this going to work out <laughs> in a sense, right? Because even even here in Minnesota, you know, where like 85% of the people are Caucasian, um, you know, we during the MLS All-Star it, game, we had it happened that during show All-Star. Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Pretty the question audibly. is, and it was audible, yeah. And the question is, what, uh, you know, what is the protocol? What's going to be happening if this 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 happened which i feel is going to happen you know you know and because if it's already making rounds in the mls in a sense that's going to be you know something that that's going to need to be addressed at one point and as far as we know we don't really have at least not not your not the fans have access to what all the protocol may be right and so it's yeah it's not posted anywhere no one has access access to which um which uh league mx team is coming up here again i can't remember I think puebla it's puebla. puebla yeah yeah i have no mm. idea what that means in terms of if they, the frequency if they use it a lot or not i don't know well i mean i'm just i'm just saying that's you yeah know. yeah I well it'll be, i mean it's going to be a lot of those same fans who would who would go to <clears throat> to any international um or any league mx game here in, yeah. in Minnesota, um, you're going to get a lot of the same people. So, right. uh, uh, I don't know. Hopefully, 
Hopefully there won't be anything we have to report on that. So right. Yeah. That's what I remember about the time Leon came back in the day. Like they, uh-huh. they actually did a lot of but there was so much work done kind of on the front end to talk about it, to like put out the yeah. uh, like a PSA and do all this stuff. <laughs> Didn't help. <laughs> I think they made it maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk a little bit of MLS here. Let's let's just jump into what we experienced yesterday. Um, Minnesota United had their snopener to the revenge. Um, maybe is this second or third? I feel like there might have been more. No, second. No, it's second. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Um, it was a good time. Uh, thank you, Bridget, for hooking me up. That was that was nice of you. And thank you, Rodrigo, for letting me hang with you and West. That was also really nice of you. Um, ambiance. Really not. I mean, it can't be beat. You I know, mean, that this is kind of what I think we as Minnesota football fans really enjoy is is bringing this kind of unique cultural experience to the league. I I, I had a little bit of a, a brief disassociation where I was just watching the snow and watching everybody. I'm just like, you know, anywhere else in the world, this would be considered extremely strange and odd and yet <laughs> this is what we embrace and kind of what makes us who we are <laughs> and it, yeah, to I mean, be fair go ahead especially after we see uh portland cancel week one and la cancel week right. one because of weather and we're okay. celebrating it obviously they you know they're not set up for these things but mm-hmm. um and some would say that we're not set up for this either. We'll get to that, but um, yeah, I, I think it really set the atmosphere and yeah. uh, made it fun. So it, yeah, you, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but it did not feel nearly as cold as seven years ago. I think it was a warmer temperature. It was a wetter snow. I was actually pretty comfortable, and 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 I remembered how I felt about the 65th minute seven years ago when, when it wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I kind of over-prepared, yeah. like I double layered and I brought my hand warmers and all this stuff. And I'm not going to say I overdid it because that's not true, but I was very comfortable kind of thinking, you know, that it was going to be like, yeah, it was. no, I, I, I think, I think like for me, it was like, um, it was a different experience, right? Um, we were so in the open at TCF. Like there was no way that you can avoid it at all whatsoever. You know, you were going to be sitting in snow. Yeah, it was a wind tunnel. Mm-hmm. That stadium is a wind tunnel. And, 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 and you know, at Allianz, you know, it's like it, it, it felt like, you know, the, it wasn't windy. You're right. We got the right conditions, right? I mean, you know, Santi started getting cold around, you know, probably 65 a minute, but that's because, you know, you've been, <laughs> Yeah, you've we been did out a there lot of walking. Yeah, we 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 walked. Uh, we took the train, so there's a lot of that. And so, but overall, like it was, it was really fun. I mean, there's something about watching something that you perhaps experienced in in your upbringing in Minnesota, as you know, playing trying to play a sport in the snow, uh, and it's just you know doesn't doesn't do that i had a friend come over during halftime he's like hey you remember when we used to play in these type of conditions and i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i remember yeah i was like that's one of the things and i think that's one of the interesting thing is how the game changed because of the weather and of course um but just the atmosphere was great i thought yeah 
Yeah, it was like a good 10 degrees warmer. Mm-hmm. It felt, it definitely felt colder as the day went on. I think it dropped quite a bit through the day, but um, yeah, the the first one, it was like 18, 19 degrees, something like that, coldest one ever. Yeah. Um, and we were sitting like just below freezing yesterday. So uh could have been worse. And yeah, it was a nice uh wet, sticky snow. So mm-hmm. there there really wasn't that much that accumulated through the area. I think it was like two inches or something. I got a lot more at home, but some um, really pretty photos, and I'm sure at this point yes. listeners have probably seeing some of the ones we took some of the ones other people have taken in the team and everything but um i i loved looking up at the at the at the bowl and seeing the lights bounce off the snow as it was kind of falling and you kind of got these little they almost look like little aurora borealis like yeah where the lights were bouncing it was really pretty it was really nice got a couple of shots like i did i did a a long shot so i could capture the snow and the lights bouncing off it with the players in the background and i was like oh there's my my non photography uh, expertise, but I but I hit it on that one. <laughs> yeah, um, and it, like it calmed good. down enough that you couldn't really, if you were just looking at the pitch, you couldn't really tell it was still snowing. But then you'd look up at the lights and, and see that it was still kind of yep. snow globe effect. Yeah. And then uh, of course, you know, when you bring an 11 year old to a game, they're gonna point out the funny things that happened to them, which is you know the snow falling um, and hitting people. You know, I mean, as a 33-year-old, I was sitting watching that. Got myself watching that for a while. The first yeah, from half. your vantage point, you probably saw it go all the way like up, up, up. Oh it's yeah, coming. like yeah, you kind of watch it and and look down and try to guess who's who's gonna get hit and if they're gonna That's if they amazing. expect it or not. I don't know. There should have been, yeah, should have been uh, some friendly wagers put into that box. And be like, be like, hey. I think Rose got over there. Yeah, no, it was it, it was amusing, you know. And I think um quite a few people caught by surprise until they mm-hmm. realized. Including that a cameraman. <laughs> um, let's give massive shouts to uh Wonderwall and the supporters. They they were nonstop loud doing doing their thing like they always do. Great TIFO um with I'm sure it's most have seen it, but listeners, if you haven't, it was uh Babe the Blue Ox basically in boxing mode and boxing trunks with uh with uh paul bunyan as his corner man and he he knocks out the the other bull the red bull and i think it's what like get up and fight i think is what it said huh something like that yeah it was a good tivo pretty sweet um well let's talk a little bit about the match then rodrigo i'm gonna go back to you because you were talking about the uh the the conditions on the pitch so maybe that that's a place to start because uh you know Orange balls out, and it's kind of a slip and slide. And you know, it, the 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 line between being the top league in the country, but then adding these kind of conditions, seems like it just it drops it down a couple leagues. We kind of felt like a USL two match. I mean, if if anyone knows anything, and like I've coached in these situations too, where like we have to play a tournament, and like you know, it's thirty two degrees, and like there's there's just white stuff on the ground. It's like all kind of tactics kind of just go out the window and it's just about it's about individual effort right you can be able to get a string a couple of passes along but eventually it's going to be like kick the ball as far as you can and 
it's gonna when the ball hit when the ball hits the ground, it's gonna change. It's going yeah. to either stop or it's going to take a weird bounce, and you're just gonna have to figure out who is the first one that can get to it, right? Yep. And, and there's gonna be too much slipping and siding, and and I think and that if you're watching, uh, if you're watching before teams came out for warmups, uh, some staff were out there kicking the ball back and forth just to check it out, and. Uh, the ball was building up snow like they were down there rolling a snowman. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, that, that was before they came out and cleared some of it. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that sticky snow, it, it definitely picked up a lot of snow. And I think that yeah. changed, you know, obviously that changes the, the flight of the ball too, changes your touch a little bit. It was cold enough that it was a pretty hard ball also. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that made it uh, that made it a challenge as well. Yeah, there's several times. Yeah, no, go ahead. Yeah, there were several times where like, is it is it um the is it token number forty seven? Yeah, think, with the hair, which I thought was a wig for a long time. Amazing, right. it looks like you know, it looks like a like a rejected Fabio, um, you know, cover I think Wes mentioned that he, he had a blowout like an, yeah. an hour before that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looked like. Wes had like four tweet, four separate tweets about that. So it, it's it, it is an impressive head of hair. Very very. He was very bouncy. he was very easy to track. Yes. Yes. Stood that's, out. That's the other thing too is like, like I know we were we were anxious about um, sporting the new uh, Aurora kit. But with that snow, it just literally <laughs> looked like in the white shorts. You just literally looked like there were at times it was just half body people running with the ball. Mm. Yep. Um, but I think one there, of the highlights. There were a couple times there'd be a pass in midfield. And I think, where is that ball going? And then <laughs> whoever it was going to would turn and I would see the black piping on his shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> there is somebody there. We got the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. I think I think one of the fun things was though. Um, I mean, overall, just the experience was great. I think the the game wise, um, like I say, it was a lot of individual effort. Um, the one thing that I am out of these two games is that um, I really enjoy it. Is this team does not stop fighting in a sense, yep. right? And that's kind of like a different um, dynamic that we've had. Uh, when Reynoso is in it, right? But you know, um, there yeah, was, there were there a was... lot. Like we, the last couple of years, you'd rarely see anyone make the play on the second ball. Mm-hmm. And last night it was third, fourth, fifth ball. Guys still going for it. Um, and that's yeah, that's a brand brand new thing. Uh, and I think Bongi and Garcia were a huge part of that. And that's how Garcia got his goal uh, in week one. Um, and that's how Bongi gets gets Minnesota's lone goal last yeah. night. Why don't you talk about it, Bridget? You can set it up there. I mean, speaking of going for the second ball. Uh, and ironically, second ball off of, off of the first corner of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, very first set piece. Uh, it's... It bounced out. Was it deflected by the keeper? It was hard to see from my angle. Um, I didn't catch the full right. replay. Yeah. But 
Yeah, it was. Tapia's gets it his bounced head on back. It. Yep. It bounces back out, and Bongi's there, like five feet in front of Cornell, and and uh, just nails it. Um, pretty similar, actually, to to Garcia's goal, where it was just running yep, on just net and, and yep. being there. Yeah. Yep. Um, he had no chance to stop it, so it was it was a very nice goal. It really lit him up. The rest of the guys, I think. Uh, obviously, once Allianz explodes once for a goal, they they definitely pick it up even more, mm-hmm. and and started pressing quite a bit more. Yeah, something and surreal I, and I, I think that. this just scoring a a, a a goal off a set piece is something that we don't <laughs> usually do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So true. it was it was really entertaining to be able to have that. Um, um, for me personally, it's just you know like. I've talked about how Santi has always been uninvolved with the ADO sports until literally Aurora started. And then after that world cup and now like, I remember taking him to games where he would fall asleep at, uh, at Allianz and this game, he was like waving a flag and the goal ball went in and he was just jumping out and screaming, you know, like, and, and I think that sense of dedication, love, or appreciation and just community aspect of it was great for me. And so like, but at the same time, like when you're playing this game and sloppy games, a set piece is an individual effort is what's <laughs> going to get you get you anywhere, which is exactly, you know, um what 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 happened in, in the return aspect of it, right? I mean, um it was a horrible, messy game. We're we're winning one nothing. You know, I, I, you know, um, we understand that everyone's just going to boot the ball and, and making sure that our center backs and our, and our flanks had, um, you know, are prepared for that. Um, there's not going to be a midfield. Um, well, yeah, even even before the, the goal, um, <laughs> like 20 seconds into the game, Morgan has a shot for Red Bulls. The first few minutes where absolutely a mess especially for the loons and it didn't look like it was yeah it did not look like it was gonna go well at all um but morgan had like three shots uh, on the first three minutes and they were all just a case of the ball bounces in your direction just whip it because yeah you don't know um there is no midfield if you find yourself in that in that final third with the ball uh or with it anywhere near you kick it um he had quite a few of those through the night. Um, mm-hmm. And there, yeah, it was pretty obvious it was going to come down to individual efforts. And that's how Red Bull's been playing the, uh, the last two games as well, just taking those shots. Not always the greatest shot selection, but it really doesn't matter uh, in a game like this where it's, it's all just sloppy. There's enough yeah. variables that you can just aim it towards goal and hope for the best. So Yeah, I wish I, I wish we would have seen more of that from Minnesota United. Just let it rip and and see and see yeah, what the it, chaos it took, energy does. It took well until after Bongi's goal to start to start right. seeing that from Minnesota. Yeah. So I mean it, it's hard to try to find your, your identity in in these type of weather conditions, but also it's time to it's hard to find your identity when your identity has been Revolved around one player creating all the opportunities, right. and now you have to figure out where that where that creation is coming from, and that's what's you know, 
I would say probably the five, six games, if Reynoso is not here, is going to be is trying to figure out how are we going to create offense. And sometimes it's Fragapane, uh, sometimes it's Lud, uh, sometimes it's Ariaga, right? And it's just taking care of who's making those runs and where the ball wants to be, right? And I think that's that's going to be that's going to be the the conversation that we that we kind of have to see and pinpoint. And they're going they're they're going to be mistakes and probably quite a few. But overall, I mean, I think that's what you got right now. And and uh, you asked me if I if I rather have a team that works hard and may or may not be successful all the time, but works hard. I I rather have that in a losing season than you know. But that's just me as a coach. Yeah, because like, we have. Seven. I mean, we've seen it go the other way. Mm. Where they could, they could have a winning season, but it wasn't necessarily on merit. It was because uh, because of some garbage goals or or something where luck uh luck and chance had a lot to do with it and not you know um not necessarily the effort uh that you would want to see sometimes guys it's miguel tapias he gets the assist on this yes. goal and this is the first time we've seen him in person we have a defender my yep. people yep. this i forgot multiple times that this dude is the center back because <laughs> he is constantly on the attack. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is impressive. I, I was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed watching him. Yeah. He, I, he's fun. I agree with you in the sense of like, you know, he still has a lot to learn um, and, and I'll get into that in a little bit, but just overall, um, him having, having, like I said before, having another person with like, sort of boxy's mo right kind of sort exactly. of be physical and 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 always wants to and always wins 50 50 battles that's the thing is like the ball's yep. in the air he'll try to do whatever he can to get a foot on it and or whatever. He, it's really impressive because he's so much smaller than boxy he is yeah like you expect it from boxy he's he's tall he's built um tapius does not look anything uh like boxy especially you put them side by side you wouldn't right. expect that but but yeah he knows he knows how to use it and and they play really similarly and i i think they pair off pretty well there were there were mm-hmm. definitely some miscues um but it's the second game yeah. <laughs> and and for for Mickey's first uh first two games in in major league soccer I mean, he's he's not coming into this from another MLS team. He's coming in from a uh, from a completely different league, um, so that's going to take him a little bit too. Uh, and I think that's that's kind of what we saw in second half from him. But yeah, I think between the two of them, I feel okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And especially knowing Boxy's got some international duty coming up. Yeah, um, first the the March window so he'll miss the Vancouver game at home um but I don't think that's he's not leaving as big of a gap in that center back pairing as he normally would right uh, and that's so I for for game two to be to be saying you know what new center backs really solid I think that's not something that we've I don't think we've said that since Boxy came on Right, at least, yeah, yeah, and the fact that we're not seeing some sort of makeup back line, like right, right, and 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 so that that's the thing for me is also is that we also have you know 
is it Mikael who's still injured, right? Yeah. And we also have Debasi who's who's um who's still in injured and, and trying to come back. So like to have Tapia's just be able to, to do what he's been able to do, you it's it's been it's been really it's really good to see. Sure there are issues. Uh, and one of them was a scary one where he literally just passed the ball. Uh, right, right back to the wing attack. <laughs> oh yeah, I do remember that. Uh, there, and, and, I mean, clearing the box is not uh, Minnesota's strong suit. Never has been, <laughs> and I don't think it will be anytime soon. Um, so you know, par for the course there. Uh, can we go back to Tolkien for one second? Because yeah, go for it. Wes has added a fifth tweet. <laughs> um, so live and direct. Uh, he. Well, last night he referred to him as Pert Plus. Um, <laughs> wow. This morning, the paradox of Tolkien is that between wearing his socks low and his superbly stupid hair, he invites so much mockery but only seems to feed on it. <laughs> and I hadn't even noticed the low socks last I don't night. Like it we, we pointed that <laughs> out. That picture is absurd. Oh, man. The funny thing, too, anyway. is like early in the game, like he was being physical with somebody and I forget who the player, I think it was Mende Garcia. Um, and then like Mende Garcia just kind of like bumped him and he literally took <laughs> the slide with his hands yes. out and like, did for like probably eight feet that's, in the snow. That's the fun part of fun part of this weather, right? Cause you can kind of mess around like that. Someone. Mm. Yeah. I think he like brushed by him and he just went for it and slid 10 feet. <laughs> and it was hilarious. Um, yeah, that was him and, and Mender and then him and Bongi uh, were really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Ariaga solid last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a very physical pairing. But I think it was Reyes that he was up against most of the time. Yeah. So, Speaking of those slides, I seem to remember him like connecting. Oh, he went, but, but then, but then he'd keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At one point, he went he went head first into the ad board on 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 our side of the pitch. Um, that happened with uh Valentin too. He was he, yeah. He was shaking for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, Ariaga was he went down hard right into the Ouch. boards. Um, they were on each other all night mm. and it was constant. Um made it interesting to, to watch. You wanna see you wanna see that fight in the midfield. I don't think we've yeah. had a whole lot of that. Um, other than Trap and his yellow cards all over the place, <laughs> but no yellow card for Trap last night. Um, thank you i just yeah. i just i remember i just it. realized that yeah i mean like <laughs> few of the people that you did not see much of was will trap and i don't know if that's yeah i kind of forgot he was there yeah honestly. and so like that don't, but... and i think in games like this it happens people just get episodes yeah. into just you know taking up space and moving the ball trying to do things and yeah. i'm pretty sure he had some touches on the ball but just overall like well yeah, i think i think he did it was more um we saw a lot more of ariaga fighting forward and and trap mm-hmm. maybe staying back a little bit more yes just to, that's that's what um, i was gonna say because he's, they, he's working that relationship those... with tapias he, he covers for him yeah because they're they're doing those interlapping runs and especially when the field is as slick as it was um you know you don't want to have to 
sprint box to box to, to clear your ball. So yeah, uh, I think the, he was kind of sitting back most of the night. The one thing that that Ariaga makes me nervous is that sometimes he holds the ball too long, like Reynoso does. Except Reynoso can out dribble four people in a in in, in a rondo. Right. Yeah, Ariaga not so much. He got he just draws attention to the fact yep. that he's holding the ball. And so, I think. Santi kept on telling me, he's like, Dad, why are you telling him to release the ball? I was like, watch him. He just four, five, six touches, seven touches. I was like, okay, that's just inviting trouble, you know? And so unless you have an outlet and 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 that just can be problematic. But overall, like, I mean, like going into the, the half, you know, I thought it was a very solid um, start. Um, but we also understood that, um it goes both ways right once the red bulls start figuring stuff out but also red bulls getting set pieces as well in this type of messy thing anything can happen the yeah, one cool I mean, thing though so many set pieces that's yeah. another that's a good segue into their goal because I, yeah. I don't, this happened so fast i barely even saw it so i'll throw it to you who and it was a set piece and that's about it i i was tweeting about something i think when it happened <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was quick it was it was it was a header, right? I think Token yeah. took the took the corner kick, and um, we just got caught flat footed, and someone just got beat to the ball, and it was a good, it was a good header, and and then it went in the right way, and DSC tried to do as much as he could to get to it, but that's what I'm saying, like set pieces and that kind of thing, it's just it's just going to get you in situations like this, and that was fine. I I want to point out though, like um, I don't know if we refer to as Tom Bog. Tom Boger as a uh, as a realtor yet, but his infatuation with with his infatuation not only with the the Allianz pitch but also the MVPs of the game, which were the Leaf Blowers in shorts yes. at halftime, <laughs> was was peak yeah, was, Minnesota. So I um, say that's a common thing for us. I suppose if you're not used to it, you're like, what is that? What's there, happening? There was one of them before the game. And then they go in for they come up for halftime and all of them are wearing shorts like they were all prepared for it and were waiting to see if anyone else was going to do it. That was awesome. Yeah. And then like there was a small chant going, you know, around the stadium going MVP while they were doing all the other stuff, which is, <laughs> which is great, you know, and, and the sound and, of leaf blowers in the background moving yeah. snow all night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at this point, one one early, and and I don't have a lot of other notes. Fifty uh, fifth minute, I put in here. There was a kind of a scary moment with uh, somebody goes down and ends up turning into a one v one with uh, DSC, who pulls it off and actually has a really great save. Um, easily could have been the game winner there for Red Bull. And then there I was don't know. Uh, yeah, early in the game. I forgot about this because it was really early. It might have been one of Morgan's first shots, like third minute or something, where Dane is way outside of the box and a ball just kind of like, I think it was a wayward pass or something or, or skipped weird and just starts bouncing right towards the open net and Boxy comes out of nowhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. And just yeah. boots it into the stands. He tried to chip, um, chip him and like. It, yeah. Yeah, right. it was like a just, slow bounce too, and yep. he just kind of well, sat I mean, with there the watching and everything. Yeah, temperature yeah. is just the ball is just gonna gonna be as bouncy as it is, and and I I kind of figure that's I mean you you kind of expect some of those goals where it, where it is just like a weird 
Um, I, I don't know. Like I literally did not see Dane anywhere, like from my vantage point, I was, he was probably in the, the window seam for me, but, um, nowhere. It was weird, but, uh, they definitely dialed that in, um, later on, uh, set pieces have at least improved. I mean, we conceded on, on one set piece, but considering how many New York took, um, so many corners that were pretty well defended, it's obvious that, uh, it's obvious they've been working on that quite a bit. Uh, it also helps, especially from last year when your opposing team can't really Mm -hmm. shoot that definitely too well, (laughs) everything goes into the sky box in a sense. (laughs) So that's always helpful. But I mean, I agree. I think it's it it it's 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 a nice thing to see, and that's not to that's not to say that United, you know, didn't have those opportunities too. I think you know, Bongi had like a half scissors shot that oh, he took. Yeah. Uh-huh. There were a couple of them that were in the air for that. Lude, yeah, you know, that ba- Bongi was. had that one, and then Lude had the other one right. uh, on the volley mm-hmm. from the other side of the goal. Uh, Dan and, Mick got a fantastic photo of that. Hmm. Um, and, you yeah, know, there, there like, were quite a few of those moments. Lude showed up more in the second half, specifically the last third. Yeah, you didn't you didn't see very much of them in the in the first half. I think it when Dotson came on, that's when you really started to see that that Lude was there. That's a good point. God, and and how good was it to see Dotson live? Yeah, he oh he brought on definitely an energy change and a vibe yeah. change, like it. It was good. I love I love the, the one play because it was right by us where he like literally dribbled to three people and then he could have taken a shot, but he passes it off to Mander Garcia. Mander Garcia yeah, shoots shot. and he's offside. Yeah. I was like, shot. you know, Dotson Dotson was it's such a nice That was like thing one of see. his first that was one of his first touches, I think, yep. too. Mm-hmm. And I think too is that um, you know, having Luisa Maria just just having that change of uh form of play i think yep. it's interesting when you bring them in um and also the fact that luisa maria's confidence can't be too shot because dear lord just did you guys see that bicycle hit he tried yes <laughs> and i was like whoa i would even try that in my backyard with uh, like with, with was, like you know he came on like i want in let's go um, and i couldn't recognize him because of like his hair and his yeah, facial face his hair is like, longer i was like dear lord, what's minute. going on here who's that guy and, but overall, like you know, he had he had some chances. He was just trying to be disruptive. Yeah, and it, I think there was a lot of feedback that he didn't look great. But I think it was because the entire attack is trying to adapt again to um, to that system after playing uh, what 120, 140 minutes essentially with with just Mender over the course of the season. So. Um, you got they have to readjust to that. You kind of forget how different those two systems are, Mender up top versus Luis up top yeah. until Luis comes on <laughs> late in the game. Or um, you could put both of them up top too, Adrian. You could. No. Two strikers. Two strikers. It's against the rules. It. It's against it. the rules. No, we can't do that. Three yet. sub three subs before the 80th minute. Yeah. Did you know we have three subs? It's weird. Crazy. Yeah. Um, there you go. It's a one-one tie um, somewhere in all the weather and and snow and sliding all over the place. There was a match, and it was 
It was entertaining. It was a good time. Yeah, we spent a, a lot time. of time on talking about how entertaining that was in a sense because we've been Minnesotans <laughs> in some, or, some weird way. We uh, have affiliation with sports and snow. Yep. We do. The, the pregame, <clears throat> the, the loon layover on the lawn, which was a frozen tundra, obviously, last night. I don't know if anyone saw it was out there to see the polar bear. Uh, kicking photo. a ball around, um, <laughs> walking up to the stadium and seeing that was was hilarious. Um, and there were quite a few people. Uh, as I was walking away to go into the stadium, I walked behind a woman who goes, "Why? Why is there a polar bear? Like <laughs> none of this makes sense." And I just said, "Because you can, and it's snowing." And why not? As she like looked at me for a minute, like I was crazy, and then she's like, "Actually, oh, okay, cool, yeah, cool." <laughs> and then she got you water over, Bridget. <laughs> like why? Just, like, uh, it, don't ask questions. Just yeah, sit and enjoy except, it. I don't know. Except. Just, just take it. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around lately. I don't like. Just, just know. have fun with it. Like whatever. It was, it was entertaining. It was cool. Yeah, it was fun times. Um, let's look at some other MLS highlights here. We don't have to cover everything, but I definitely want to spend a little bit of time on uh, Charlotte hosting Atlanta in whatever they call this derby. It's something about the interstate there that connects them, whatever number it is. Um, but the real story is, is they did this really lovely TIFO honoring the uh, untimely death that we've talked about already of Anton Walks, who played for both teams. Um, really really big tall tifo but then they split the jersey between uh charlotte and atlanta and i don't have a lot of backstory here but i would imagine this was planned between the supporter groups which if that's the case that's even cooler yeah i heard it was a a concentrated group effort that's awesome that's spectacular yeah he was he was a fan favorite at atlanta before before going to charlotte Mm -hmm. and um I think those, if I remember correctly, those games last season were uh, were especially uh, good atmosphere because partly because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, not only the the regional, uh, not rivalry, but you know just the regional energy, yeah. um, and then having him uh, play back in Atlanta again and and vice versa. So yeah, um, yeah that was really cool to see. Absolutely lovely. Great tribute. Um, and in terms of the actual match, uh, Primo Jeff wants me to mention Wiley, the uh, 18-year-old yep. phenom. Yeah, gets a brace. Uh, just spectacular. Like, in the right place at the right time. He got some amazing balls as well, some really good assists coming in. But, you know, you got to have that that confidence and that cool to put those things away. And, man, he looked good. This was all before halftime, too. He had a brace before halftime, guys. Right. Yeah, Pretty he incredible. Scored, <laughs> he scored an extra time in the in the other half for his brace, so he had scored literally five minutes in. Uh, yeah. But, I mean, I think Lisa Araujo Lisa also had a really good game. Like, he set up mm-hmm. some of those shots, and I think he did. I think this Atlanta team is beginning to shed the, you know, Joseph Martinez era uh, and, you know, embrace the... Um, we got a World Cup, World Cup, World Cup winner on our squad. With, <laughs> with Every time he touches the ball, there's our World yep. Cup winner. There's a World exactly. Cup. Yep. You know, just so, that thing for sure. 
Yeah. So three nils, the final there. So not, not much of a, uh, Charlotte didn't really stand much of a chance, but, uh, once again, with worth, worth pointing out the solidarity that happened for the TIFO because it was very special, very cool. Um, any other matches catch your, uh, your eyes that you guys want to highlight? I'll throw it um, random trivia. Yeah. Three games yesterday had red cards. Really? Yep. You want to, you want to name which ones? Yeah, uh, let me pull up my tweet again. So you want me to guess? Uh, yeah, guess. <laughs> yeah, guess. guess. Want me to guess. Um, guess. guess. Let me turn it into a game here. Um, red cards. Some hmm. you would expect. Mm-hmm. DC Orlando. No, oh, actually. And that's kind of a happy, happy thought for uh, um, Tyler Miller because he only got one scorecard against him this time instead of. There is- it was chippy. I know there was like an all-out fight at one point, but but no red card. <laughs> no red card. Um, crap. There's three. I um, I feel like I need a hint, but I shouldn't get a hint. How about New York, Inter Miami? No. No. All right, I'm yeah. striking out. You guys. All tell right. Me. So, so Philly in Chicago had one. Chicago. Okay. Two. The, there were two. Mm-hmm. Two there red were cards two in no. Chicago. One, oh, one wow. straight red, and then there was a yellow card accumulation. Oh, so red, but wow. yeah, two reds in that. I'm gonna have to watch that game then. Dang. All right, what's the other one? San Jose against Colorado, ah, and then okay. Cincy against Seattle. Uh, San Jose and Cincy still won each of their yep. games, one zero. Chicago lost one zero. Um, those score lines kind of tell you how how chippy all of these all of these games were back and yeah, forth. Yeah, and, and but, since he dang. with that red card actually beat the Seattle Sounders, so yeah, hmm. yeah. I didn't have um, I did not have Cincy in the money line bet this week. Um, did not have San Jose was actually the only pick that I got right because I just like chaos and went for San Jose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, really some interesting results. Uh, very different from uh, week one. And, and even last week, uh, I had all the scores up as we were watching the loons and um, I pulled up at halftime and it's zero, 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 right. one, zero, zero, zero. <laughs> like, I think there were like quiet. there were like three games I think where there there was a goal in the first yeah. half. There is a very quiet uh, match match day. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was because we got spoiled by St. Louis City the the first the first week. <laughs> well, this week as well. I I, I, maybe, I don't know if any of you could watch I mean, that match, but I'd love yeah. to hear about what happened here because it, it seemed like it was kind of a, a rally, like they were down for a lot of it, and they win this thing two to one. Yeah, I missed that one. I, I caught a couple of the tweets this morning, and I haven't had a chance to go back. But yeah, another come from behind. It just I just uh, that that Portland backline, literally. <laughs> like That's I don't it. understand what's what's going on. Like one of the, I mean, some of these goals were great, right? Um, uh, and, a, I was gonna and, say, and, was it another game where they were like handed the chances on a silver platter like they were in week one? Uh, some of it. Maybe one yes, opportunities like that were there, but at the same time, like some of it was just you know some really good, nice, good, 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 good play and and be able to take shot. I mean, like Portland scored literally in the third minute. Zach McGraw scored third minute, and then you're like, oh wow, 
you know. Yes. And then uh, right at extra time at halftime, um, Jared Stroud scores and one one. And then uh, in the second half was just a lot of that. I mean, like, you know, possession wise, it was parity even. It was like fifty one forty nine, and so it's just. It was a chippy game, and like it was pretty even into that sense. And I think that's one of the things is St. Louis is a gritty team. Yeah, <laughs> no one expects anything out of them, and I think that's <laughs> what the 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 other teams playing them was like. Oh, we're just playing an expansion team. It's like, no, these guys will punch you in the face. Yeah, right. St. Louis guys punch you in the face. They're the, the only thing. team with nine points in the entire yeah. league. <laughs> they're the only undefeated team, like with wins. <laughs> exactly, incredible. And, and the funny thing is, is uh, watching Klaus trying to be part of the hugging circle of every goal and he's on the outside <laughs> because he's the tallest let me in, right? let me in. he's like let me in and it's just one of those funny things <laughs> but yeah no st louis is doing what um what none of one really thought they do but everyone in st louis probably thought that they could except for mm-hmm. us right because i'm sure they did yeah yeah, yeah. So, i actually, well, actually talked to a, a colleague that lives there yesterday and She's not a football fan at all, but she's been a part of some of the celebrations just because it's kind of taken over the that's, entire city. Yeah, it's, it's a citywide thing. Yep, yeah, exactly. That's what I've heard, too. Um, yeah, really cool to see. Nice. Um, all right, Rodrigo, it is your turn channeling your lovely partner, Nubia. So take it away with your Woso. All right, this week in women's soccer news, this notes brought to you by Nubia. Um, so... This is something really interesting. Let's, let's took a, take a little international turn here because we're all interested in what um, what's going on in the Canada soccer, right? So Canadian Soccer Federation released details of CBA shocking players about details that they were made public. I don't know if you've seen some of these videos, um, but um, we'll talk about right after this. So members of the Canadian women's national team said that they felt shocked and disrespected after their governing body released details of the proposed collective bargaining agreement on Thursday with details of private bargaining made public with no notice. Shame. Right? I mean, like, Canada is not building, it's, it's, it's not winning any fans over with any of this cup. The Olympic champions launched the protest over pay equity and budget cuts last month, which we were all witnessing, and it was at its effects in the She Believe Cup. Um, both sides agreed to, to an intern agreement over funding last week, but hours before the players were set to appear at the House of Commons Standing Committee on Canadian Heritage on Thursday, Canada Soccer announced a proposal that would see both the men and the women pay the same amount for playing any minutes match, share equally in competition prize money. The funny thing is here is like um, Sinclair put out a tweet and where like she's being asked a question and it looks like in a committee and and recalls when they were meeting with one of the were meeting with um, with Can- Canadian soccer, and she had lodged some sort of like com- conversation or verbal complaint. And then one of the responses was like, "Hey, can 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 someone tell me what Christine was bitching about?" Right, right as they're there, and so like I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like, and there's already calls for you know, there's no vote of confidence or whatever, and. We can talk about how this relates to the, the 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 French team and the other section, but just overall, I just Canada is extremely disappointing at this point, and um, yeah, I don't know what you guys have thoughts on that. So, I had a boss like that once. I had a boss like that once. 
who I think actually said that to me. Um, uh, yeah, it it just keeps getting worse, and I don't. Yeah. They have no interest in um, that board has no interest in fixing it. Obviously, <laughs> it's all it's it's frustrating how pervasive it is, and you start to see it everywhere. You know, you yep. can't unsee it. it for for a for a hot second, we thought this was just like a when well, we we never did us like general we uh, thought it was just a U.S. women's national team thing. But then you like zoom out and just like, oh man, it's garbage everywhere. Yeah, I mean the the U.S. team got got the press for it right away because um, because of their record essentially and and having a lot of the most outspoken players on the squad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's every team has either that problem, or we've talked about just the underfunding in general, particularly, uh, Mexico, South America. Um, and, and then you have your, your Olympic champion Canada team and, uh, I think part of it is there's a lot more NWSL players coming out of there. So I think we hear, we hear a bit more about that. Um, and the men's team was having some, some issues as well. So uh, it's not going to be, how long did the U S debate go on for? It was like a solid three years of, yeah, of hearings and legislation yeah. and all of that. So I, I mean, it was enough I time to make a documentary. To, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple actually. Yeah. Um, and a book. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't, I would bet that Canada goes on even longer. Uh, mm. And hopefully, I mean, hopefully with the joint bid for the world cup, that helps. Um, I think that's why we see so much heat on it right away uh one of the reasons because they're they're kind of under a microscope anyway um yeah it's it's gonna go it's it's not a problem that's gonna go away anytime soon or be resolved anytime soon right i think that's that's true and and and, but at, at the same time like you know what's really interesting is like the u.s women's fight it was mostly for their rights to be able to get equal pay in a sense and here in the canadian side the men are also looking protested as well and and didn't want to play on some friendlies and did play on some friendlies and they were able to get something out and you would figure that if your olympic champions don't want to play in a tournament and you make them play in a tournament without even having some sort of better agreement than what you've begun with it's 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 not going to go well for you and especially when they've been so public about it from like day one this is what we're doing this is what we're dealing with this is why we're doing it uh and they think that they can just quietly be like no you're playing um yeah it's one thing after another that just backfires on them immediately and and not only that but you have support not only of other known uh national teams and activists activists and stuff like that so it's like you know like I feel like Canada's response is like 20 years too late, like in a sense of yeah. like that this is the response we're going to take. It's like, that's not going to work here now. Like I, there's, and, 
there have literally been some like FIFA officials who are like, okay, this like this isn't how we handle this. And when FIFA looks like the um, voice of reason, Yikes. you have yeah. a problem. You do have a problem. Exactly. Um, let's move on to the next thing. This is mostly for our young people who play FIFA. Um, so Santi, this is exactly for you. Mm-hmm. Um, NWSL. I'm sure there's a U- whole lot more people playing just right. because of this. Yeah. NWSL and UCW added F- to FIFA 23 beginning on March 15. That means you can play NWSL teams. And um, here's the thing. Santi's got FIFA 22. G has FIFA 23 because someone bought it for her, but she has it on the old Xbox. So we might have to just either fork over money to pay FIFA because all I want to do is play NWSL. What are you talking about? Who does not want to be Sophia Smith just mm-hmm. booking down, down the road? And the thing, too, is that um, FIFA released player cards and attributes as well, too. So, like, Sophia Smith is one of the top players. Like, it's like 94, 95 ranking, right? And, like, yeah, they did the whole thing. They did the whole thing. So like playing, getting playing cards is going to be awesome in a sense, like if they decide to do that. So I'm extremely excited for that. Um, it's one of the few things that um, that uh, gets to that. Also, I'm going to uh, shame uh, FIFA, but I cannot, and, and Santi brought this to my attention. I cannot believe that uh, Jose Luis Chilabert does not have a playing card on FIFA. So, so for Eric and all the other South American oldies like me, um, yeah, shame, shame, shame. You have Chile Verde somewhere on there. One of the best Love goalkeepers I've ever seen in my life. Oh, the, the, the goalkeeping and the free kicks. Exactly. And he doesn't have a playing card. Does he have a player card? So it's like, what the heck? You ever see you this know? guy take take uh, free kicks, uh, Bridget? We'll have to, we'll have to send you some YouTube highlights. So. Yeah. yeah. He, I mean, he'll, he, he'd sprint like, what, Rodrigo, like half field from the goal <laughs> and just like annihilate this ball and score. He was incredible. <laughs> and he, he was, was angry about it every time. That's oh, yeah. The thing. <laughs> there, so, there's that one match. I think I put one of it that popped know, up recently in like highlights. Um, he stops Maradona like two or three times in a row. And, and Maradona looks at the ref and just like, hold on a sec. And he just walks up to him and he's like, shakes his Shakes head. his head, yeah. Like, <laughs> when he was playing with Boca, where he like curled the ball, literally was going to hit the spot where you goalkeepers can't reach, which is like the bottom left corner, uh-huh. like in that little t- – yeah. Anyways, we can have a whole conversation about Chile. We, we won't at we this could. time. Um, <laughs> but um, speaking of you, my kit fanatics, the uh, – the new NWCL kits revealed for the Courage, Gotham, Dash, Pride, Wave, and Spirit. Have you guys seen this at all? I've seen the Portland one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's all I've seen. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about Portland. <laughs> I kind of like the one that I have, but um. I mean, yeah, it's, a, I think, it's a huge step down from that rose kit. Yes, uh, that's why. That is why I haven't gotten another kit ever since that. Like people ask me, yeah. "When did you get a new kit?" It's like, have you not seen this make, kit? Make one better than the rose kit. Yeah, man. All so like it. that. I'm not really talking about that, but like, he, um, you know, they're not bad. I mean, Casey Current seems to be. I really like uh, Gotham's kit. It's just, uh, but it gives me this oh, yeah. back battery too. kind of feeling. Yes. So, <laughs> but um i think overall like you know i think it's 
they're there. Uh, if you guys haven't, we'll we'll tweet this out, and you guys can let us know what you think. Um, but I thought that was interesting. Um, another cool news is the Mexican national, Mexican women's national team is going to kick off its inaugural uh, Mex tour uh, this coming April in Houston and Chicago. So that means we get to see um, the FMF play um, Houston and Chicago. Um, they'll play the Red Stars on Saturday, April 8th and um, in Illinois. So that should be a really fun game. And then we'll head to Texas for match Tuesday against, um, against uh, why did I want to say Dynamo? Jeez, that is not the, uh, against an opponent to be named later, but that's what they're going to have that as. So that should be really cool. Um, so this is, this is new to me, so I don't know too much about this, so I'm just going to read it straight on. It looks like the NWSL TSN Inc. a deal to distribute matches across Canada. So the NWSL announced a partnership with Canadian sports broadcaster TSN to distribute NWSL matches, including the 2023 NWSL championship across its networks in Canada this season, right? Um, that's great. But we still know who the broadcast partner is here. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna watch the games. I saw that note. Yikes! <laughs> I'm like, so like, um, awesome that we're promoting um, NWSL, the amazing thing about the leagues, to our fallen, uh, our fallen, our 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 concurrent, our congruent, um, our congruent uh, countries. But yeah, like, I want to know if I. If I need to cancel my Paramount subscription, seriously, because <laughs> because right now it's hard to cancel my Paramount subscription. So, so if you if you give me a good reason, this might be it. But I'm hoping you know that that will be that will be it. Um, further down the road, um, this is kind of big news. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, the Utah Royals returned to NWSL in 2024. Okay, nice. New front office, it sounds like. Yeah, Utah Royals FC will be led by President Michelle, uh, is it Hinsick? I oh, have no idea. Who has served as the Real Salt Lake's general counsel for the past three years. So the name Utah Royals FC will remain intact and the team will be returning once again to compete at America First Credit Union Field. So that's Utah's premier soccer stadium, of course, shared with Real Salt Lake. So that's kind of cool. Um, looking to see what that will look like. Um, do we want to tackle some uh, Aurora news? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I figured it's uh, one of my favorite defenders, Kelsey Kafusi, uh, is coming back, uh, and so is Addy, formerly known as Cinnamons. And I think the new name is it is it Wakers or Weakers? I think so. I think it's Waker. So, um, so that's great. Great. In addition. Um, there's some leadership changes news. Jessica Poole was hired as chief operating officer. Uh, Andrea um, named chair of board in addition to remaining team president. But the, but I think one of my favorite things was uh, uh, Becker Finn and Tron added to the board. So uh, if anyone knows who, who Jamie Becker Finn is, um, extremely active in soccer but also Anishinaabe causes as well as, um, I don't know, like, I'm a big fan of Jamie. Um, um, Go check out Makwa Coffee if you haven't already. Yeah, I've been meaning nice to. Spot. I just haven't been able to get to it yet. 
And that's on my to-do list to go there because it sounds really good. So yeah, just go out, check that out. And uh, my Antron is also serving on board. So that's going to be really, really interesting, the diversity on that board. Um, I Hopefully we'll get more updates on when the new board members will have something to say or what that is or what their what their focus is going to be on this board. Um, but overall, it seems to be moving along. Um, in addition, um, Abby Ostrom also will be returning to the team. And I think, I think that makes that makes a lot of uh, Wilson news, which is a great, great segment in in this in our podcast. So here we go. I think. Thank um, you, Nubia. Gracias. Yeah. No. No. Thank you. Thank you very much. And we cool if we take a break at this time. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. Um, this this um, section of the show is not sponsored by Makwa, but that's all we did talk about during our break <laughs> was the coffee place. <laughs> That uh, if, if you're listening, Mark, Becker Finn, uh, Becker, yeah, uh, yeah. Hi, Jamie. Hello, <laughs> Jamie. Uh, we are all we, you know, Bridget. It seems to be a frequent visitor, and me and Eric are looking forward to just going over there yeah. because I need to be a more frequent. Maybe I'm in the office tomorrow. It's it's close enough to the office that might be a lunch break thing tomorrow. There you go. There you go. Uh, but it's it's usually our international news section, and we're going to start this uh, with some EPL historic um, match news, and I'll have you guys take it away. Well, I'll let Bridget take it away, but I think it's only fair that we do the the full week circle of of the roller coaster. No, <laughs> so we'll we start... don't. Liverpool <laughs> didn't play yesterday. It's fine. Ah, funny. All right. I mean, they technically well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, where we left off last week, though, is everybody, you all were, were leaving to go to the bar to watch this match between Liverpool and Manchester United. And I was just deep in schoolwork. And then we reconvened a couple hours later and I was shocked. So take it from there. Yep. Uh, I think we were a little shocked, too. Uh, yes. 7 0 win over Manchester United. Grace uh, Ricardo. Brace for Nunez, uh, brace for Sala. Uh, he was really close to a hat trick. And then Bobby Firmino, who, of course, is not renewing his contract. Um, but he got a really nice goal in the 88th minute to top it off. Um, crazy, crazy game. It was it was 1-0 at halftime. Um, I lost my voice in the bar because we <laughs> We were screaming the whole game. Um, it was fun. That was. It, it was just a fun one to sit there and watch with everybody. It was. It was funny for me because yeah, <laughs> I brought G, and I also that's the first time I brought my dad to the bar, right? And so, some well, of you, your dad, it was all downhill from there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, literally, like you know, I think Eric, you met my dad, right? I think mm-hmm. many times. Yeah, so yeah. he's yeah. So he's he's got this stoic. Palmer's days. 
but he also doesn't say a lot when he's sitting there. Yeah. Right? So like I'd ask him if he wants something to eat. No, I'm fine. He said, you want something to drink? No, I don't want to drink. I was like, okay, all right. So we're just watching this whole game and like G screaming left and right and and Corey 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 Streppel um is coming left and right saying this is how we play and then and then Bridget comes over and gives G a gift that she's been meaning to give to her. It's like G's like I love going to the bar and I love going she gets and things I love the every time. like I get things. And people are very nice to me and I love it and I'm never gonna stop going. I was like, all right, there you go. Awesome. Uh, but like, like the whole time, like my dad's watching the game and he's like, you're not saying one thing. And I'm like, man, I can't read him. Like, I can't understand this. I can't. As soon as we leave the bar, he's like, he's like, holy shit. I can't believe they score seven goals. That's all that. I was like, I was like, yeah. where was this in the bar where everyone's yelling and screaming? <laughs> join us, man. Join us. I was like, join them. I mean, like that. I mean, like I was just, you know, I'm just expect spectator as I really did have no. But I was like, wow, goal, 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 wow, goal, goal. I mean, yeah. Gapko's goal was just beautiful. Oh my God. God. That yeah. was just... So what happened with Manchester? Did they just like fall asleep? Because because like you mentioned much, there, yeah. Bridget, like six in the second half, right? They just kind of like gave up. Yeah. Yeah. And they they had a couple of decent chances. Uh Allison did have to make a few saves, but mm-hmm. um yeah, it was just no defense whatsoever and and liverpool made the uh some really nice runs as we've seen them do in the past not so much this season but um solo was on it uh darwin was on it nunez he i mean we've i've said probably the last show um how his uh shots on target ratio to his shots in general is pretty poor, but um, he was really good. His goals were really nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, Gakpo is just so much fun to watch. Uh, and having Firmino top it off was fantastic. That was a beautiful goal too. Um, he had told Clap that um He's ready to leave Liverpool, but he wants to end the beautiful story with more beauty. Mm. Um, so I think we'll we'll see a bit more of that from him nice. for the season's out. I wonder where he'll end up. Well, there's, pretty historic. There's evening. a rumor that St. Louis City is in contention. To, but, uh, wow. I don't see that happening. But the rumor mill is working away. So Yeah. That'd be huge. Well, I hate to do this to you, but they did play yesterday and they got beat by Bournemouth 1 0. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Salah forgot where the goal was. And just did, did, did he, or was there just a, a fascist in the crowd? And he's just like, you know what? A goal is like, really you know nice. what? I will yeah. hit this guy in the face. I'm just going to knock That's this fool the fuck out. Right yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it could have been like it. It just curved and jumped <laughs> and everyone just kind of watched it go like what uh yeah. yeah it was one of those games that uh people sleep through because it kicks off at 6 30 and then you wake up and you go huh okay <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's the hard those, thing those about those notifications the- 
<laughs> yeah, that, that that that's the life though, though, isn't it? Because you you such yeah. a high and such a low within a week. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so unpredictable. And and at the same time, like this season, it's not even. It's like oh, one out of Bournemouth. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, props to Bournemouth. That goal was nice. Um, yeah. Early goal, wasn't it? Like in the fifth minute or something. Yeah. Like that? Yeah. yeah, it was pretty quick. So, um, yeah, still in. Actually, I didn't check the standings at the end of. I yeah, we can take a look. Sixth I, or seventh? Yeah, no. Okay. Because we Liverpool was fifth going into the weekend. Right, but then Tottenham won. Tottenham won. Tottenham did win. They beat not uh, uh, three to one. Oh, tricky trees. Liverpool is still sitting in fifth. Okay. Okay. Everton, I mean, good for them. Yeah. Liverpool is a whole six points behind Tottenham. So, hmm. um, Bournemouth, Leeds, and Southampton sitting at the bottom. Uh, but Bournemouth, West Ham, and Leicester City all have 24 points. Um, Jeez. So that, and, and Everton's at 25. Mm-hmm. So that bottom, the bottom five or six is super close. Sounds yeah. yeah, and and Leeds and Brighton tied, I think two two, right? They did. Yep. Yeah. So, so that's just makes it interesting. Um, and Arsenal and- is currently up three zero on Fulham. We still got what, like uh, about a month and a half, two months, right? Uh, yeah, about two months. Two months. There's a, there's a lot that can happen in two months. Yep. Let's let's turn our um, our attention to the Champions League since it seems to be Champions League. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Um, who's who's I didn't... got the theme song? Let's go. <laughs> the champions. Uh, I didn't get to watch the the Tuesday slate, but I saw lots of highlights. Um, for as poor and kind of all over the place as as Chelsea are doing in in the uh, Premier League, they're staying pretty consistent here in Champions League. They have a 2-0 win over Dortmund for a 2-1 aggregate. They are through and they eliminated Dortmund. Um, it, it wasn't like a resounding performance, but you know they just did what they needed to do to secure the win and move on. Uh, on the opposite side, it, a, a astounding beatdown uh, was Benfica over. Club Bruges five to one for a seven to one aggregate. This team is fun to watch. This is a team we talked about this earlier when when they were just in getting through the group stage into the round of sixteen, and we saw a lot of clubs that don't normally have the opportunity to to survive this long. Um, and I think I mentioned that this is this is a team that's going to surprise some people, and here they are like solidly into the quarterfinal with tons of momentum and like their strike force is lethal. Like these guys, you do not want to give these guys space because they will put it in the back of the net. It doesn't, doesn't matter if you're, I mean, Club Rouge, sure, whatever. But I, I think just riding this confidence, like if they draw a Chelsea or a Bayern or whoever, they're going to go at them. They, they are fearless. So they are, they are a fun team to watch. Uh, so those are your first two quarterfinalists, Chelsea and Benfica. Uh, on the other side, I'm guessing not many people probably watched the Tottenham Milan unless you're a Tottenham supporter. Um, but that was a nil-nil tie, but Milan got the one goal last time. So they are through. I think the one that most people probably did watch, including myself, I caught a little bit of uh, Bayern hosting PSG. 
think there was this assumption that maybe, you know, the 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 oil enriched superstars would get it together and maybe come back. And that did not happen at all. What, <laughs> when has just, it happened? Seriously. That's a good point. That is a fair point. I mean, it's, um, it's not but like they, but they really needed to do something here and they, and they didn't <laughs> Go ahead. Here, no, it, the thing is, is, you know, the last time it, you know, like something like that worked was like, you know, when, when, and this is basketball, when Miami had LeBron and all the other people just come in and just like, create that first superpowered team mm-hmm. but psg does not like if you look at these two teams bayern and psg um you know bayern uses their youth uses their academy but they also build up talent right and they have people actually want to play with them right and yep. so like they have this sense of like this identity in a sense and psg is like unfortunately the last couple of years like let's 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 buy the most expensive players that we can buy um, and then we can win Champions League, which is not true at all because it doesn't work for them. Um, sure, you can win the league oh, 30 million times over, but that doesn't mean a thing if you can't get past the round of 16s and you're, and you're like, you know, you have stars like Neymar, which was, you know, he's injured. You have Mbappe um, and you have, you know, um, Messi. It's just like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't, if you can't if you can't get anything going then maybe it's time for you to start using that money that blood money to kind of do things that work for smaller clubs and just go ahead and get that done says the newcastle guy yeah just drop some some i was newcastle before we brought i know it's just right there on the table man i gotta take it um yeah they they didn't look great uh just, just watching Byron hold the midfield too. Like I, I watched like the last half an hour of this match, and PSG were just like numb. <laughs> they, they couldn't do anything. Um, and I'll tell you another thing that's fun too. Watching uh, Alfonso Davies run at Sergio Ramos is a good time. Oh god, that is that is just fun because I just <laughs> yeah. Just not I, I want to be. I want to watch up. Sergio Ramos in the training room after that game. Be like. Um, I need someone to fix my hip because I just mm-hmm. kept getting turned left and right. Pretty much. Pretty much. So good on them. Bayern are through a uh, 3-0 aggregate. So there, there you go. Uh, Bayern and Milan also. So we'll, we'll have our other quarterfinalists this week and see where t- that takes us. But let's go to CCL and um, Felicitacion for Violet. AC 3-0 over Austin. There's a lot to talk about on this one that really has anything to do with the actual match on the field. Uh, good on them for beating Austin, first of all. But this team is a Haitian team that can't even play currently in Haiti due to political unrest. And uh, I think their stadium was still damaged from the earthquake as well from however long ago. So, like, so they actually played this in the Dominican Republic. I don't know if you guys knew this or not. And, and it, they were able to bring some supporters over, but it was kind of like a mixed Haitian Dominican fan base, which, which, you know, there's a long history and a lot of things to talk about there between the, the right. I was going to say, that sounds more like a, like a fight in the stands and actually a supporters group. But I'll tell you what brings them together playing against an MLS team. (laughs) Beating an American team. Yes. That will always bring you together. Exactly. Exactly. So big win for them. Um, the, they will go to Austin. Well, maybe that's the big question right now, because again, 
lack of finances, lack of infrastructure, all these things, like they're trying to figure out how they're even going to get to the U.S. Uh, but in theory, they'll have that uh, that away trip to go there. Um, we need to talk about the uh, puppy doggy Alianza in El Salvador versus Philadelphia. It's a nil-nil tie, but it's the doggo. It's the cachorro. There's a little doggy that runs onto the pitch and just straight attacks that ball, like rips it away from the player and takes off. <laughs> uh, you love to see it. <laughs> Never change, CCL. It should just end right there. Like, we're done. League's over. <laughs> doggy wins. The funny thing is the, the security guard let the dog in on purpose. Oh, did he? There's video. Yeah, there's, like, mm-hmm. Go there's ahead. a video of the of the dog walking down, like walks along the fence line and follows the guy uh, <laughs> along the fence line. It was like he knew exactly where the gate was. Dog stops. Guys open the gate. Boom. Dog on the pitch. Oh, okay. Was, so we have a hilarious. security guard to blame, basically. I see. Yeah. And he, he kind of looked around after he let the dog in. Like as the dog goes onto the pitch, he looks around like, oh, crap. I let a dog. Yep. <laughs> Wheel what did start you think turning. was going to happen? Yeah, maybe? exactly. Hmm. I mean, I would love it, to it, have it uh, MJ's moment. take on this whole thing, right? Because. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't talked on it yet. Yep. You, you, so you think I'm the dog is. Uh, to the, to, to hear the conspiracy theories on, on this one. <laughs> He's a Jim Curtin agent, the puppy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the puppy was designed to grab the ball. And run it into one of the opposing goals. I just think the training didn't go as far as it needed to because it did grab the ball, just didn't run with it into a goal. Because <laughs> I don't think the referee blew the whistle at that time. So That's that would have been controversial to find out if it actually counts as a goal. And adorable. <laughs> he had um, the most innocent face when he yes. was carried off of the pitch. He was such a happy dog. He's like, Good. I did a good job. I did a good job. Like I got a couple a touches in. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I did it, Coach. <laughs> uh, Tigres hosted Orlando. This is also a nil-nil tie, but that's a a tie that definitely feels like a win for Orlando to get out of there. Um, so good for them to take it back with uh, with a level playing field there between Tigres. That's that's something. Um, yeah, there'll be more matches, and we'll keep you updated there. Oh, yeah, I've got these guys, too. Sorry. I'm shaking. It's right in my notes. Wednesday. Never mind. Uh, Taro hosts Leon. Uh, Leon beats them 1-0. You gave uh, us such a hard time for not reading the notes before the show. And I know. I just read them during the show. No, I spaced. I got, I'm a little distracted by my sleeper here in my lap. <laughs> uh, Olympia hosted Atlas. Uh, it's 4-1 to for them. Uh, so it's it's kind of interesting to see the Mexican teams not really struggling necessarily, but they're they're not doing as great as they normally do for to like right off the gate. Um, and Vancouver, wow, who saw this one coming? Uh, Real España are from Honduras, I want to say somewhere in Central America, but uh, they smacked them five nil. Goodness, still not toy though, right? I mean, no, it's toy Montreal. Never mind. Yeah, sorry, wrong team. It's all right. It's a big, big win though for you know a team that probably isn't expected to do too well in this tournament. They got a, they got a seriously good start here. So who knows? Good for them. Yeah, maybe they can field a team of dogs for the next game. Hey, let's call <laughs> this strategia. Like they, they, and then hope the aggregate holds. <laughs> maybe put a cat um, as a goalkeeper. Totally will. There work. you go. 
So we, we alluded to this on the previous podcast, and now it is officially happening. Um, Anna Moser, or Moser, I'm not sure pronounce her last name, but she's the uh, sports minister for Brazil, uh, officially put in the name as a host country for Women's World Cup 2027. So it is in. I would imagine that they are front runners, just considering infrastructure is essentially done. Um, which is, you know, a huge part of the whole planning process. So we'll see, see how it goes. But uh, start saving, guys. We'll go, we'll go crash in my auntie's backyard. Watch <laughs> the matches. It'll be a good time. Nice. Be curious to see if they get it. Who's what cities are gonna, what cities are gonna host? I would imagine Brasilia might take one. That's that's not too far. Um. But anyway, that's all I got. Does anybody else has anything to add? Um, I think it's time that we uh, we're we're like at the end, right? Like we have nothing else you want to. End. Okay, so good news. Um, and we we sent this around our our Instagram, but we remember the time where um, God, I just saw the picture of the kit for the Thorns jersey. Oh God. <laughs> You can't Thanks, unsee Bridget. that. I'm sorry. I can't unsee that anymore. You know, like some of, but, some of the quotes tweets were fantastic. I think I think the funniest thing for me, like the happy moment for me, was like earlier this week, Corinne Diacra um, kept saying that you know she's not going to resign. She there's no way you know all the other stuff, and literally like. A couple of days later, has <laughs> was fired from being the women's national team head coach, uh, and that just made me happy. Just that overall, like that's my happy news is the fact that one point you say I'm not leaving, and then they fire you because a bunch of players. What what was the what was that quote you 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 put there? Like there's there's something on the statement saying that because of in in. In unrepairable or something like that. Yeah, like irreparable damage, damage to, yeah. to to the management system and the whole like team scheme. And it, yeah, my re- my response to that was like, yeah, no, no shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, no word on dude who didn't resign but stepped back. Quote unquote, um, but hopefully with with her out, I think that's a a decent sign of where um, of where the board is going to go with things, and I I'm sure we'll we'll hear some more um, shortly. That meeting was just on what Thursday or Friday, so I'm sure some more will come out on that. And uh, good riddance to Diacre. Good riddance, that's for sure. Um, let me bring you back to this Portland Thorns. So you guys are talking about this new kit that kind of, it looks like barbed wire. Is that what you're, you're kind of criticizing? <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like a really awful tattoo, kind of. Yeah. Like, well, it's supposed to be like the rose uh, stem, right? I'm guessing. Yeah, it's supposed it, to be. It looks like barbed wire. <laughs> it's like, um, it's like some really weird embroidery kit. Hmm. That you God, it's awful. Pick up. <laughs> Like I get, I get the idea. It's just the. the no, I, I get yeah, that. Like, it's like it's it's like have, it could have worked. Yeah. Like if they, 
I think if the roses weren't so small, if they had gone yeah. like, like the full front of the shirt or something and made the right. made the the actual flower stand out, I think it would have looked a lot better. I don't okay. even see a flower. But anywhere. it just looks yeah, it's just like Look, blobs of red. My thought there. on this is this is literally the replication of one of Guns N' Roses albums from the nineties. Yes. That is. Yes. And I was like I was like, hey, I like a few Guns yep. Guns Guns N' Roses songs, and Axe Rose is always good for entertainment for doing really crazy, crazy crap. But I, I am not gonna wear that. And that is why I still I saw a lot of comments that were like, Well, now I won't feel bad about not giving them money. I don't want to give them money. <laughs> like, some people were worried it was gonna be like a really good one and they'd have to like fork over money to uh, to Merritt Paulson, and yeah. they don't have to worry about that now. I mean, the, one of the no funniest things on, on the Twitterverse that, of course, uh, Eric doesn't have access to is that one of the replies is like gifs or gifs of like Guns N' Roses, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, like, you got maybe, you, maybe you they'll change their entrance <laughs> song or something, and like, uh, Hold on, I can't I'm, wait. I'm looking at yes. this, I'm looking at the awake hit though. The awake hit is fire. This like white thing with the roses on the side, and it's got like a, a chest with the roses. Oh, around that's it. This... dude. That's what we're talking about. Oh, that's incredible. All right. So wait, well, and this is how we well, end the Eric, podcast. Wait, 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 hold on a sec. So I, I was looking at a different. So, so this this is the one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't like that? That's the new I don't one. like no. that. No. Oh, I I disagree. I like that. <laughs> that's because you. This that's because you're in that. You know, you you love thought, that nineties. I, I, I was talking about. This thing, listeners, if you are looking for gift ideas for Eric, thought it was that oh, one. Yeah, well, that's the one that we like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we we are opposites on this one. Okay. All right, we'll, we'll we'll set out we'll we'll set up tweet about this and just have a poll. Um, and, and how and wrong out, is Eric? Well, no, you you're def you're absolutely right about the Guns and Roses thing. <laughs> I see it everywhere. But I, I just like how gaudy it is. <laughs> it's just, it's That's everywhere probably you, you my man. It is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess we know whose style this is. Uh, yeah. I mean, somebody had to like it, so, so yeah. make it happen. So. Yeah, I mean, if you like send that me kind your of kids. stuff. Send, send me your tired and huddled new awake hits <laughs> yearning to be free. <laughs> All right, it's been fun. Uh, it's yep. always fun with you two, so... <laughs> Right on. Uh, the Patreon, you knew the thing, patreon.com backslash uh, MN Football Show. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>